Uh, technology is so much fun, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, we're back. We're recording now. You ready to do this? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, man. How you doing? Good. 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 Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Make Trades Great Again podcast. Uh, Eric and Andy here. Andy, we were going through some emails, and you found one that looked interesting. Can you give an update on what kind of that says, and maybe we'll talk about that? Yep, absolutely. Um, so this came from uh, Keegan Axtell uh, a few weeks ago. Anyway, he says uh, he's a two-and-a-half-year plumbing apprentice. He's working with a 60-year-old master plumber, um, and he is currently kind of at that uh, point where he's wondering if he should work for other companies as well. Uh, a gentleman that he's working for um, is planning to retire, and he's just trying to figure out where to go from here. So he's about he's got to you know get his uh, hours in and. He's wondering if he should uh, be looking for a different um, employer to work under just for the experience side of it. Um, he would eventually like to start his own uh, business at some point once he gets his master's license. Like start so, out on his own, I'm assuming, like his, start his own business. That, yeah, that's that's what I understand. So okay. uh, I, I feel like if you're... In my opinion, if you're getting the information and the education that you want from the guy you're at, why would you move? But really, um, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think that, I think you'll learn from an- anybody. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I I guess it would it would depend. Um, it would depend on the situation. Like, say, if 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 you didn't, if you felt like you you tapped out. This is all that I have, all that I'm capable of learning. Yeah, it's probably time to move on. Right. Wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. What's your thought? Well, I think I've said this in the past. I think it's a good idea to, as an apprentice, if you have any control over this at all, um, because that situation is different depending on where you work, who you work for, whether you're union or non. But I think that it is a good idea to go work for somebody else because the different kind of work different companies do, you know, one might that you could have two housing companies that do plumbing, uh, yep. residential, but one could be custom homes. One could be, you know, like production townhome kind of stuff, two very different situations, something to learn from both. Right. Yep. Um, or you could be, you know, move from commercial to residential or vice versa. I think everybody should start out residential and then work some commercial to get the experience because it, I don't know. My, my focus or my thought is get as much experience, work for, you know, more than one person company if possible. That's my take on it. I guess from an employer's standpoint is probably like you want to go somewhere else screw you you know <laughs> yeah. like what don't yeah. you know I, I i hadn't really thought of it the way you just explained it though like if you're getting what you need from that person why would you leave i i don't know i hadn't yeah. thought of it that way i i would say this i definitely don't disagree with you on the on the bouncing around i mean and i guess looking back at my apprenticeship i probably had I don't know, 
at the at the time in the in the heat of my apprenticeship, fifteen journeymen that I could work with on any given day. Yeah, you know, because that was generally the way that uh, our shop was set up. Is that you know you had your your one journeyman generally yep. that you worked under with, um, but it was very common for that journeyman to change um, depending on the job. So at the time, if uh, let's say I was working with Wayne and Wayne and uh, Wayne and I are doing our doing a whatever clinic or something like that. And then we get the underground done and Wayne ends up having to travel because the next job's out of town or out of our, out of the jurisdiction, then I wouldn't try. I couldn't travel with him. Sure. As an apprentice, we, you, you generally don't travel in the UA and that may be different in different areas, but in at least in our local, I think that's just a rule, but maybe I'm wrong. So it was, it was fairly common for us to switch on that basis, you know? So then I would get a different journeyman that was, you know, working on a different project locally and, you know, bounce over and we'd work there for two months or whatever. Uh, yeah. Or you could simply have jobs that didn't require two people. Sure. You could have a journeyman that, you know, like, Oh, we're going to do this project for the next week and it's just a one man show. So this guy over here needs your help. Yep. I mean, yep. that's maybe the case for a little more on the residential side, but honestly it's sure. Or, you know, I can remember this one restaurant we did. We tore out a Lian Chin that was like the one of the original Lian. Do you guys have Lian Chin? It's no. a chain uh, Asian restaurant. Anyway, okay. I I could be mistaken, but I think they started here in Minneapolis. But anyway, there was one that was here for like it's like a thirty year old restaurant. Ugh. Right? You know, it was pretty <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, we tore that demoed that out and this the new tenant was this uh this you know never before seen italian local italian restaurant high end that kind of thing well anyway my foreman journeyman um at, for the company i was working for at the time i was still an apprentice he was at that you know doing the demo of the old kitchen parts of it at least and then laying out for the new kitchen for like two weeks that's not a two-person job in a lot of cases right and so i would normally work with this guy and then you know commercial work and but i was put with somebody else because i mean that's my point is is there are cases where you know it doesn't require two people so Getting experience by, you know, in within the shop by working for different people, I think is invaluable. I personally, I didn't always like yep. it, but I look back and I know that it was valuable, put it that way. Yep. Yeah, no, I would, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I guess there's definitely two sides of that coin. You know, what is the, uh, what is the appropriate thing for Keegan? Well, I, that's not something I guess we can't really answer that, but. You know, if if it definitely if you feel like you're not getting some aspect of the trade that you feel is valuable, um, I don't know how you do that, but you're gonna have to have a conversation. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's also the I, I saw my mind goes on another spot too. Yeah, um, there are people like this. I've encountered them, family, friends, 
that just kind of need a change of scenery. Yeah. And you could be two and a half years into it. Like he said what he was like, sometimes you need to go work for someone else or you need to go do something else for a little bit. Right. I don't know how old Keegan is. Maybe this is personality. Maybe that maybe I'm way off base in assuming that this might be the case. But yep. you know, I guess part of me is thinking like, and this is a little liberal and maybe a little off track of where I'm normally at on how I operate, but maybe he maybe it would be good for him. If he's thinking about it, maybe he just needs to go do it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, why is he thinking about it? it? Must be a reason. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, like no. If you're if you're disagree. wondering if the grass is greener, maybe you just have to go see for yourself. Make sense? Yep. I don't know. Yep. I there's. Did he I, say something I think too? I thought you go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I, I think that's definitely something uh, we've talked about in the past. Is that gut feeling? So there's there's that that function of it. Uh, what were you saying about? Didn't he say something about what you know? Is he getting paid enough money or something like that? I can't remember what he said. Oh, should I get paid more? I'm looking at the email now too. Yep. I work hard and always and I'm always on time. He gets paid. Oh, twenty bucks an hour. He says he's two and a half hour, yeah. two and a half years into it. I don't know, man. I don't know what your experience is. I don't know what they're asking you to yeah. do. And I don't know. I don't yeah. think we can answer that, can we? Can you talk right. to that at all? Like what do you what would you say? Like, should he get paid more? No, I, well, I, I, you know, one of the things I look at is, you know, he says he's at two and a half years and he's got all of his book work done. Um, and that's, that's a, a commendable thing. Um, sure. if, if he's that far ahead, um, I know, and like I say, I, I, that's hard for me to talk on that because I took a, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, a structured apprenticeship where it was like, this is what we're doing this semester. You right, know, you didn't get to move ahead, so I don't, I don't know how that, how that all pans out in a, in a, well, I guess a, a non-union apprenticeship, if you will. Um, well, we also don't know what market he's in, what kind of work they do. No, like, it's hard no. to, it's hard to talk about on yep. there. I mean, every company is going to be willing to pay, you know, yep. based off of your experience, or they have their own set rates. They maybe they don't budge from that. I've worked for people that. Yep pay you know they tell you straight up this is the scale we pay on don't ask for more if you want to if you're going to ask for more then your answer is going to be no you may as well just go somewhere else if you're not going to be happy with it and then yep. i've worked for companies uh that say we pay you know this scale plus you know like when i was in the union and i worked for this big company downtown minneapolis they always pay like for apprentices they paid a year ahead and for journeymen they paid foreman wages right because the inconvenience of the situation they were putting their people in all the time. We worked literally downtown Minneapolis and only downtown right. Minneapolis out of sub basement shops, you know. Right. It just, you know, pushing everything around and nutting carts. Like it was just a kind of an, an inconvenient place to work. And they knew that it was hard. And yep. you could go work somewhere else. It would be a little easier. But the work sure. was good and the company was great and they, incentive was is you're probably going to work a lot of overnights on double time and by the way we'll pay you more than anybody else is going to pay you for every hour that you work so that's how they right. you know it's that stuff's yep. out there you know it it's situational but not every company is the yep. same 
Everybody, I want to thank our sponsors, Webstone. They're a brand of Nibco, and they want to help you work smarter. So whether it's behind the wall or in the mechanical room, Webstone can save you time and money on your next job with products designed specifically for the trade pro. Check out their new releases, including the three-way ball valve with press connections to divert, select, or mix fluids based on your application needs. Follow them on Instagram at Nibco Inc. or visit webstonevalves.com to learn more. That's at N-I-B-C-O-I-N-C. Thanks, Webstone. You know? Well, and I, I, I guess my my thoughts on the apprentice side of things, you know, and especially like in, in this particular case, um, if if you're questioning, you know, it's 20 bucks an hour, is that enough? Should I be getting more? You know, don't compare yourself to everybody out there. I'm going to, I'm going to say that to start with. Don't, you know, I see that feed come up on Facebook or something every few weeks, it seems like, or maybe it's more often than that and I ignore it. Um, But it's, you know, I'm making, you know, somebody, somebody posts a picture of a stack of cash or something, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, okay, great. (laughs) Anyway, um, don't compare on that note. What I would say is, is take your own, um, take charge of that situation. Go ask the boss, go ask the journeyman. Hey, make 20 bucks an hour. I've been at this rate for X. You know, how do I get to the next step? What, what, what can I do to get to the next step? And on that note that, I mean, that does two things. It's going to open up the, open up the line of communication. Hopefully the boss is not like, you know, screw you. I'm, you, you make enough money. I'm, I'm not, we're not interested in talking, but my, the, the intent or the hope is that when you have that conversation that the boss goes, Hey, this guy's interested. This, this person is motivated to learn. And that's like, we had talked a couple episodes ago that it's, it's super important to not lose sight of, Hey, we're not going to stop learning. Right. And there are very, very certain things that, um, not, I shouldn't say very certain. There are definitely things out there that will get somebody to go. Yeah. That's worth a buck an hour. That's worth two bucks an hour whatever. And, and you, you may find that the boss just goes, yeah, you know, I guess I hadn't even thought about it. You know, I've been paying you $20 an hour for two years. Right. Right. For a raise. Yeah. Well, no, exactly. You're, I think you're, yeah, I hadn't looked at it from that perspective and great, great, uh, point to be added there. I mean, they might, your boss might then, like you said, might realize, well, shit, you know, uh, this person does want to do more and maybe they won't have an answer for you immediately, but that's going to get the wheel spinning on somebody that's, you know, not closed off. Like you started out saying like, look, they might just say, that's it. We're, that's all I'm going to pay you. And there might be a reason for that. You know, you can always say, well, why is that? And there's going to be, there will be a reason, whether that reason is, is your boss is just not going to pay more than that because they don't think you're worth it or they don't you know like maybe you are the reason you know whatever yeah it's not not well, pointing fingers here but you know there's got to be something it could be the boss is just an a-hole and never gonna pay, <laughs> is never going to pay anybody more than that like it might not be right. just you and then if, if that's the situation if that's a vibe you're getting you know 
Yeah. Don't don't well, leave and, immediately, and, but <laughs> line something up. Yep. Um, you know, and that's something to something to, you know, keep in mind there too, is that you know, I think we've all come across those guys that, you know, this this similar particular thing where the boss goes, All I can afford to pay the guy is twenty dollars an hour because he's not running his business properly. Or yeah, yeah. you know, not charging enough or expenses and income don't balance. And that's just the way it is. Sometimes that's definitely the case. No, well, smaller shops. I mean, if I were to hire somebody right now, um, I'm probably not going to be at the top of the pay scale unless that yep. somebody is, uh, you know, overqualified for what I'm asking them to do. Sure. And, you know, it's admittedly would take me a little while to make sure I am doing things right. So that if in the yep. fa- if in the case that the person may be worth more than I'm giving them at the moment, I could then pay him more. You know, it's right. not a, it's not a sure thing. A lot of these employees, you know, that we talked about this in the past, well, my boss is making this money. I can make it myself. You know, look at, he's driving this Corvette, blah, blah, blah. Well, <laughs> shit, he's, <laughs> he or she has earned that in some way, shape or form. You don't even know if your boss is just a plumber or just, you know, maybe they also got, you know, 50 yeah. rental properties. They've stuck their neck out on the line for the last 30 years. And that's where they really make right. money. You know, don't assume that you can do what that person has done just because you see it, you know, and you're frustrated, you know? So like maybe, maybe, maybe I, maybe I'm not running things right. And if I hire somebody, I screwed up and I can't afford to pay more. Maybe that's not a reflection of the person at all. That's a good point too. You know, I've seen that. I've seen buddies that have started went gung ho on getting people out in trucks because that's how they know they're going to make money because that's where they came from. And then didn't manage it right. And, you know, soon paychecks were bouncing things like that or not showing up. Yep. You know, the lovely world of business. Yeah. There's a handful of ways of doing it right. And there's a whole pile of ways of doing it wrong. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Keegan is listening. I don't know if we helped you at all. Keegan. I don't know if I helped you. Andy probably did. (laughs) Nah. No. Well, I, like I say, I, th- I think that, I think the big thing is, is uh, open conversation. You're going to get a yeah. good uh, feel for what's going to happen and how things are going to shake out. And, you know, maybe be honest with your boss. I mean, he may go, you know what? Yeah, you're right. This, this is the way this should work. Um, you know, Larry down the road is a one man shop and he's been talking about having a guy on, you know, maybe, maybe go work for Larry for a year. You know, as an apprentice, they're, there de- there's it's two things there's two things that i or one thing that i always consider and andy i know you agree with this because you've brought it up in conversation with me in the past you know what's the value of what you're being taught um it's not you this is going to sound ridiculous as somebody who is frustrated in their wages and the place that they work but hear me out you absolutely have to factor in the skill you are being taught, the skill that you are literally, that will literally pay the bills for the rest of your life. As long as you show up and do the work that doesn't come for free. So if you're being taught a trade and then on top of that, while you're being taught your, you know, paid training at 20 bucks an hour, is that a bad deal? You know, look at the long game too, right? 
I know we talked about the wages and I said, well, I don't know how I can't know. I guess I need to add this part point too. I think it's important. Andy, you've brought it. Like I said, you've brought it up in the past. We've talked about it. Like you're being taught plumbing. It's, it is a trade. It is a skill and it will serve you for the rest of your adult life. So you choose, you know, to work in it. There's value there too. There really is. I mean, you have to pay to go to college so that you can learn the skills you need to do the job you're hoping to do. You know I mean? What does it cost to get a, to become a doctor? It's not just because the, you know, can you hear that? I think it's raining here. (laughs) It's not just because, uh, (laughs) that's a super awesome interruption to the podcast. Hey, I think it's raining here, guys. Squirrel. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know, it costs a lot of money to become a doctor. Because, like, look, there's value to it, you know? So, yeah. same thing is with being a plumber, HVAC, electrician, whatever it is that you're being taught. There's a value there. So, what is sure. that, you know? I don't know if you have to think. Yep. Of, to me, I don't think of it like, what do I pay per hour? You know, like, should I get paid $20 and then my education's worth 5 bucks? You know, or, you know, that's not how I look at it. But, yeah, there's a value there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I definitely think you, you got to look at it that direction. You know, I mean, if you were going to go take a four-year trade school, which I don't even know if there is such a thing, um, right. you know, what what are you there? 15000 a year? Right. 20000 right. a year? I mean, do you, do you get anything more from the trade school when you graduate? A piece of paper? You know, I'm not going to say it's bad, but no, I, mean, no, I definitely exactly. don't want to discourage anybody from going to, to trade school and doing something that direction, but... You know, I mean, look at it from the value standpoint, um, the value that you're getting in a one man or a two man shop might be actually quite a bit more because you're getting a lot more hands on and you're going to be being paid the entire time. I mean, that right. was, I, I was, you know, in my second year of engineering school and was looking at it going, ah, yeah, I'm going to graduate from engineer, graduate and, you know, whatever, early 2000s. And I'm going to become an engineer and I'm going to make, you know, 45, 50,000 a year, maybe after my, you know, if I land a good, good position in a firm and then, you know, it'll, it'll go up from there. And, you know, like I say, I picked a part-time gig at a, at a plumbing shop um, while I was going to class. And all of a sudden it was like, looking at these guys going, huh, that's interesting. Right. Plumbers making what the engineers making. (laughs) <laughs> that's you know and it wasn't just a money thing it was it was cool you know i would i don't know i won't swirl away on that but that was that was that was what stuck me on it yeah well yeah. some people say like it's not just the money and then other people are like screw that <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. need the money to pay my bills you know like i don't know what the answer is yeah I hate it because I feel like I'm so wishy-washy on some of this stuff. Like I'm super adamant about certain things, but then I'm like, I don't know, man, I hate to tell you the wrong advice. Anything else you want to add to that? I don't think so. I think, I think we pretty well beat that horse. I think we did. I think we did. Keegan. Thank you for the email. Absolutely. And anybody else listening, you can totally email us. We love the topic ideas. We love the questions. If we can answer it. You're on the Dr. Phil show. I mean, <laughs> make trades great again. <laughs> Podcast. 
No, it's fun. This is cool. I think it's um, it, you know, you know, when I read these emails or you read them, you know, you send them over or whatever. Like I always, it gets me thinking back to when you know, like in this case, he's an apprentice. I. I remember so much of my apprenticeship and how it just formed or kind of like started me on this path. Like that's well, obviously that's what an apprenticeship is, but like, it's cool yeah. to look back on this stuff. It wasn't that long ago. Although some days it seems like it was absolutely 20 years ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we learned no, so much it, and things changed so much over time. Yep. It absolutely does. Right on. Well, everybody, thank you. Um, we appreciate it. Send us your emails. Use that MTGA in that subject line or your DMs. Start it off that way. You can find Andy on Instagram at Mick underscore Plum. You can find me at Mechanical Hub. Uh, check out our YouTube, our website, mechanical-hub.com. You can check out the Not Dead Yet or NDY podcast with Tim and John. Uh, that's our brothers from Other Mothers interviewing cool people from all over the place and from our sponsors. They've had some people on from our sponsors, Andy. Um, just recently, yeah. the dude that's in charge of all the pressing at, at rigid. <laughs> that's a good episode. It is. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah. Learned a little bit about press tools and just kind of supply chain stuff and how things work and maybe where things are going. So check that out. Not dead yet podcast and say hi to Tim and John for us because they, like I said, they're our pals. Um, check out our sponsors, Vega, Bradford White, Webstone, and Rigid, of course, always. Thanks to them. Uh, we're able to get on this podcast and record these episodes. And Andy and I are having fun. We always look forward to more topic ideas, so send this to us. And Andy, you got anything else, man? I don't think so. I think we got it covered. I think I asked you that already. So two times now, you don't have anything to add. I don't know why I keep you around, man. <laughs> you don't know why. I'm sorry. Oh, Such a failure. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good day. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. Thanks, Eric, for keeping later. me up. <laughs> have a good one. See ya.